0: Hey, this is Kat. Welcome to Season 2 of Dare to be Human. We are delighted to be introducing you to a whole new set of humans as we embark on Season 2. Today's human that we are featuring is Miss Mary Darcy, and she will be sharing with you her Dare to be Human story, in which she will tell us about her adventures as she was launching her company all over Albany, and how she navigated context and aspiration and failure, and live to tell this tale. We hope you will enjoy it as much as we did. Enjoy. Mary Darcy. Get Coffin. Welcome to Dare to
1: be Human. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So what does Dare to be Human mean to you? I've been thinking about this a lot, and to me, I think Dare to be Human means letting down all the shields and connecting with somebody else. You know, letting down all the pretensions and just opening up, whether it's connecting with somebody else or learning a lesson yourself. Mm. Do you have a story for us? I do. Nobody wants to be wrong, right? Nobody likes to be wrong. If you're particularly a a people pleaser and a a little sort of overachiever, you know, it it just, it's almost physically painful, I think, to be wrong. Um, the idea of embarrassment and, and all of that. So uh, I, I, for a long time, had a, a business and a business partner. And my business partner is brilliant, almost never wrong. And uh, our business uh, got asked to uh, to be a part of a big uh, event where there was a speaker coming who was going to talk about the creative economy and how to get creative people to come to your big cities. And the people planning it asked our business, since we were in connection with so many creative people, would we get photographs from these people, curate some photographs that we could put behind him that would move along and show pictures of the region during the talk? And we were very happy to do that. The business was new, and I had not had a lot of responsibility. So I was going to take this on, and I was taking this very seriously. This was the thing I was going to do right. And I was excited about it, and I reached out to all these different photographers, and I went through their photographs, and I curated everything. And and I, I had a different idea in my head, I think. What I did would have been wonderful if you were coming to New York's capital region and you wanted to see what life in that region would be like from all sorts of interesting perspectives. What I didn't understand in my zeal, you know, when you hold things too closely and you don't see the long view, was that all they wanted were pretty pictures to go behind this guy. They didn't want the good, the bad, the ugly. They just wanted some pretty trees and some pretty cityscapes and, you know, things like that. And uh, my business partner, who always tried to be gentle with me at moments like this, kind of lost it a little bit. And he's like, do you think they want to see all this ugly stuff? Do you think they want to see all, you know, it was... And I got a little upset, and I was very hurt. I had spent a lot of time curating this beautiful exhibit, you know. And so he realized he had hurt me, and he, he backed off. What he didn't do was find a nice way to say, M- Mayor, not this way, really. We just need to take this one and this one and this one out. That is the only tiny bit of ownership I'm giving him in <laughs> this whole thing <laughs> because come the evening of the event, I'm sitting there, in the, like, 49th millionth row all the way back, surrounded by the movers and shakers of the community, there to see how we can attract the best talent and the most creative people. And this guy speaks all over the world. And I'm sitting there, and it's like Liz Lemon in an episode of 30 Rock, because suddenly I see what's happening, and I know it's coming, and I can't stop it. Because the guy with the photos is behind the screen and there's no way for me to get up and get out and run fast enough to stop it. And the timing of this whole thing was such that when he started to talk about how we have to have beautiful green spaces and beautiful. The photo that came up was the day after Tulip Festival, which is this huge festival in Albany's capital region where a whole weekend long and all these people come. But the park was trashed you know and it was an interesting photograph because it was this beautiful park and it was the remnants of the festival it was again if it was some sort of art exhibit about interesting slices of life in the region it would have been great but he's up there he doesn't know what's behind him he's talking and talking and talking about this and the audience starts laughing oh, no. you know and then there's a photo of what we used to call the the Jesus mobile it was a big um uh, station wagon and, and it had a crucifix on the top of it and Jesus written on the side of it really interesting picture <laughs> but, but there it was and then there were the the goats uh, you know, there was a, a picture of a farm with these two little goats and a sign that said goats are great and this guy is just talking he's talking and the photographs were in some ways more interesting than than he was but wrong all wrong. And the culmination of the whole thing, he wraps up his talk and the last photograph is this photograph of Washington Park, this big park in the middle of the city, at the co-ed naked bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a guy on a bicycle wearing nothing but the tiniest, tiniest little pair of shorts, holding <gasps> up his arms and giving Nixon's victory sign. <laughs> Audience is hysterical, and I am dying a million deaths because I am an overachieving, people pleasing, complete failure at that moment. I am dying, and I know that my business partner is sitting there, this brilliant person who who knows he tried to stop me and who just knows that I've just humiliated myself. And our business was new and young, and so I thought, oh, my God, this is this is it. What are we going to do? I was like, how do I even stand up and talk to people after this event? And I suddenly remembered something that a gentleman named Ed Daig told me. And Ed Daig was a newscaster in New York's Capital Region. When I was a student, uh, he had given me a tour. The station was very, very good to me. I, I sort of held him in very high. Still, hold him in very high esteem. And he told me this story once about how he used to. People called it being daged when they did those interviews, and somebody was on the street he would always ask them that hard question at the end or that extra question. And then it was called, the reporters referred to it as being dagged And so he did this to somebody and he asked someone, he was trying to ask, uh, well, did, did this person get in on the governor's coattails? But somehow it came out, did this person get in on the governor's cotex oh. and, <laughs> and, and he had gotten a little of his own, you know, for, for always. And he said to me, I said it I owned it I apologized for it and I moved on yeah and that's what came to my mind now I was dying a million deaths and I went out with people after it and they were all laughing about goats are great and they were telling me look it was the most interesting part of the presentation <laughs> you didn't fail <laughs> you know they were trying to be nice to me but it was this sort of okay this is what we do. We don't pretend it was anybody else's fault. We just say, All right, well, that was really big and I screwed up and it's gonna teach me something. Uh you know, I won't do that kind of thing again. I'll hold things further away and look at them over a little more. I won't be so sensitive. I'll I'll do all the things I did. But yeah, I I did it. That's that's my story now. <laughs> I own it.
0: Wow. (laughs) And and you have a story and now you get to tell it. Oh, man. So, you know, in improv, we talk about celebrating failure, which doesn't always mean celebrating, but it does mean sort of, okay, that happened. We have to accept it and build with it and embrace it. So there's a, it sounds like you were able, even in the moment, to be able to sort of take that
1: mindset a little bit. You know, there are moments where your mind and your body give you what it needs even though you you know you you don't think they can you know and i think it was a self preservation instinct that said okay you got you got to figure out a way to live with this or you'll never come out of your house again okay. <laughs> like that was the kind of person and you know in in that community it's it's this kind of community where everybody knows everybody else oh, and it just and i thought if i owned it i could laugh at it if i could laugh at it everybody else could laugh at it and we could get past it so publicly, that was it. I, you know, at home, yeah. asked my husband. I probably cried quite a bit oh, <laughs> about what an idiot you know. I was. But you know what? I look back on it now, and I would do it differently. But it helps me help other people. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like we skip over this part. Were there actual ramifications? Not really. When I tried to connect with the people who invited me, our joke is now hey goats are great. Yeah, <laughs> goats are great, you know. That's that's our joke. You know. Oh yeah, it's her. The goats are great girl. Well, you know, we'll we do business with her and they've done business with me since. I think that is another dare to be human side of things, right? Dare to help somebody else by making a joke out of a terrible thing well, <laughs> and, you know, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess there are a couple things that strike me, right, about sort of this moment of failure, right? I mean, you failed in the sense that you didn't ultimately achieve your goal, right, in supporting yeah. the speaker I the way you wanted to. You misunderstood, yeah. yeah. right? And yet, in terms of, like, the catastrophizing in your head as you realize that about, like, I heard you say, oh, we had this young business and, you know, the rep- my reputation and in town, like – In fact, you didn't sabotage your business. You didn't like ruin your reputation. You didn't. So none of that happened. It's okay to go. Ta-da. And and you didn't then by by having all of those voices in your head. What it sounds like you were able to do was be able to like do a little bit of a circus bow of like, woohoo, I failed and move (laughs) forward, which probably saved your reputation because you didn't get defensive or blame someone else or and that's probably I what I make up is that that's why people respect you and
1: well I will like you, what you did next I never thought of it as a circus bow, but that is exactly what I did and that is exactly I think what happened is that my reputation did not get destroyed because I was like oh whoops <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know and and can we make the best of it I I
0: love What you're saying, too, about being able to now have that story as a gift and a tool to teach other people... As they're moving forward, that you can have moments like that and
1: get past them, and how wisdom is the thing you get when you don't get what you wanted, right? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I mean, I suppose you can get wisdom when you do get it too, but you really get wisdom when you don't get what you want and you really have to think about it. And I spend a lot of time mentoring, uh, especially mentoring young people like teens and twenty somethings, and you know, stories like that that it is okay to fail, that, you know, nobody's sick, nobody's dead. And I think sometimes age and experience in in the rest of life help with that. Um, I heard somebody say recently, you know, well, when you have kids, it changes everything because what's important changes. I, I don't have kids, but when you have lost parents and lost the people that are close to you or watched people lose things that really have ramifications – I'm, I'm happy I'm healthy I you know I have everything I need and nobody died you know and maybe that's a low bar but we'll
0: but, take it yeah
1: yeah well thank you for teaching
0: us Mary.
1: thanks thanks for having me